Just me and my lady with our babies. All this love between us is amazing. There's amazing. There's amazing. There's amazing. Table for Seven Podcast episode. I don't know. <laughs> I just asked you. To I think it's episode six. Okay. Feels weird, but it feels good. It's a little awkward. What's good, family? Hey, guys. It has been quite a while. We haven't vlogged. We <laughs> haven't done a podcast since Thanksgiving of last year, 2019. A long, periodically time. 2020, the year of COVID. Yeah. Has taken its toll on everybody, but we're out of excuses at this point. And we're happy to be back on the podcast circuit. Yep. Is I'm it a circuit? I don't know. Podcast. It's a thing. It's a it's a wave. We're happy to be casting <laughs> again. So hope everybody mm, hope everybody be, be, <laughs> hope everybody has been doing well. We appreciate you checking in wherever you're checking in from. Whatever. Hey YouTube family. Yeah, hey YouTube. This is the first time that it's actually gonna be published. Yeah. We've recorded it before. It just didn't work out and it went to the trash. So like a lot of our things. <laughs> yeah. So bear with us as we get our groove back. Yeah. We um we didn't have a ton of episodes when we were Mm-mm. when we initially started. I think we did about five or six. So this is either episode five, I think this is episode six. It's either six or seven. But that's not important right now. What's important is you're here, we're here, and we got some stuff to talk about. But first, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing. You doing? What does that mean? You don't sound too excited. Listen, no, it's not that I'm not excited. Um, while you were taking a shower, I was trying to take <laughs> a beat and catch some energy. It's not like I've been overly physical or anything, but I've been like drained. I don't hmm. know if it's like I can't. It's like the little engine, and she just ain't going. I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, I'm gonna need you to get together for the next. <laughs> I am trying. To 45 minutes. Listen, I'm always gonna show up. Okay. Well, this week has been interesting for me. I was on vacation the last week, and I forgot how great it feels to actually be on vacation. And I don't think I appreciated my vacation until I actually went back to work this week. Mm. And it's been nonstop. And it's not a complaint. It's just, um, I don't know. It's helping me realize that I got to figure something out. Okay. Got to figure something that. out. You got to figure something out. I just, um, I'm not sure if I'm living in my passion. Okay. And if I'm not sure, then I'm probably not right. I would stand with that. So how do you feel about that? I mean, part of me is programmed to do the formula, right? Graduate high school, go to college or military or trade school, get a job, work 75 years and be grateful mm-hmm. and I don't know how I feel about that actually I know I'm coming to grips with how I feel about that but I'm at a I'm at a point where I feel like I've got so much invested and it would really be 
detrimental is not the right word, but it would really be impactful for me to just do something different right now. Okay. And it's not that I want to go cold turkey Mm -hmm. and do something different, but I don't know what that next thing is. I have some ideas. I know what I used to want, Mm -hmm. but I haven't been putting the, I haven't been laying the foundation for that next thing, whether it's by my doing or the corporate, you know, the company's doing. Right. Because, I mean, a job is a job. Corporate, you're only as good to corporate as the last hour you worked. Right. So, and again, I'm not, this is not about me being unhappy. Very thankful. Um, by some accounts, some folks will consider my path to be successful. And I'm very grateful for it. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't. Either I need to find the passion in it or I need to figure out what my real passion is and put some, put something in action to at least be a balance. So it's not about necessarily walking away, mm-hmm. but I've been laid off before. I've seen my, my dad has been laid off before. I don't know if my you mom has been laid off. It's about reality. That out there. I mean, but so just not be prepared and don't. No, talk about I it. mean, be prepared. I'm just saying we're not gonna put these negative things out to the atmosphere, though. Hmm. So that's what I wanted to talk about on this podcast is dreams. Mm-mm. How many of us have them? Dreams to yeah, I guess that would be a suitable title or subject matter mm-hmm. is dreams what happened to them or what are we doing about them right so what did you i mean how was clearly i know your family (laughs) yes but in your house Mm -hmm. what was i guess demonstrated in terms of having a dream pursuing a dream and how that stacks up your dream stacks up to what the safe course or the traditional route is. Hmm. So a little bit about my background. My father was in the military before he met my mom. So he's an officer in the army. Mom had me and you know, that's a struggle. That was a struggle in the eighties. Her just having um, me. So I know that my mom works as she still does at Costco and my dad was a teacher. So it was now looking back on it, amazing for them to raise three kids on a teacher's salary and a um, cashier's salary. You know what I mean? Like they did an amazing job. Mom had that entrepreneurial bug. She made things. She sold hats for a while, like church hats. She was just the hat lady. Mm. Um, them brims. Yes. No, for real. Mama Wilson had them brims. Mom, mom had the little catalog. It's like, all right, tell me what hat you want. She go, what do you had and get you, get your thing. So, um, you know, I've seen it in my family, like people or my parents pursuing things outside of the traditional. However, I know that their generation was about survival, and 
being able to take care of your family. And the easiest way to do that is to get a job that provides security. Um, so I, I kind of saw it from both ways. Of course, each generation wants the next one to be better. So they pushed us to be better. They told us, you know, we could be whatever we wanted to be. We could do whatever we wanted to do. Um, so and was, they support us. Was anybody in your family immediate or extended an entrepreneur as that was their primary source of income? Mm, not that I could recall, but then again, I really didn't pay attention to a lot of that. Um, at that time, now I notice things and I pay attention more. But as a kid, I I really didn't. I wasn't looking for those things, you know. Hmm. What about you? So, my family was definitely get a job, keep a job, because that's safe yeah. first. But there were definitely opportunities that that I recall my family moving on. My parents were, they were in multi-level marketing. I don't know if they knew it was multi-level marketing at the time, but, mm -hmm. you know, here's a, here's a, a suite of products, buy from yourself, mm -hmm. teach your friends how to buy from themselves, and everybody gets a percentage of the percentage, right? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Which, we did that for a little while. Yeah. With, yeah. It, and that, that was familiar. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think we ever talked about being an entrepreneur instead of being a traditional employee so you never had that sit down discussion with them i was i would talk about it as and, a and child I mean the, or an adult not well i mean as early teens i used to i used to i was so convinced that i was going to be retired by 40 a year late and counting mm -hmm. uh but i I knew that I wanted different than working 40 years and then hoping to have life after that. So I, I knew I wanted, I wanted different and I wanted it faster, but there was nothing, there was no conversation. Nobody had the experience or the wherewithal to actually say, okay, well, this is how it can look mm -hmm. like this is, these are the things that would be important. And you can do it. They never said I couldn't do it. It was more like, hmm, okay, yeah, you gonna be retired by forty. And I was the kid that had to touch the hot stove, right? Mm -hmm. So if I if I was set on something in my mind, it, it wasn't gonna change. Mm -hmm. uh, we did. We were resourceful as a family, so I grew up through eighth grade going to private schools, and. Some people hear that and think that, oh, that's luxury in terms of the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It was sacrifice in terms of the lifestyle. And I learned more about what my parents sacrificed to get there uh, later in life. And these weren't expensive. These were church schools, like the local church schools we were going to. And we would clean the school to offset the tuition. Right. So that was a family thing that we did. And I don't know how much it offset the tuition, but. I would say we were resourceful and it wasn't shunned, but it wasn't necessarily celebrated. Okay. But it taught you some things though, right? Like those things that you learn, the things that you learned, like being resourceful gave you a certain type of work 
ethic. Mm, work ethic. ethic. Yeah. I cannot even talk today. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like you can use those things even if, if it's not celebrated amongst everybody in the streets. That's something that y'all can celebrate amongst yourselves because it's something you can actually pass on to our kids. Yeah. I will say my dad, my dad took, I, I got to walk that back because my dad t- took a stab at making me an entrepreneur. Like he'd come home from work and say, hey, you have so-and-so's yard to cut. Yeah. I missed the lesson in it. And he would say, yeah, he would say things like, man, you could, you could have a team of, uh, mm-hmm. of people cutting for you by the time you graduate from high school and you just manage them. You yeah. just ride around and collect money. But it was, t- it was, he couldn't necessarily demonstrate it. Right. And that's, that's not a knock on him, but it's how much do you trust a person to lead you somewhere they've never been? Okay. And that's my concern with our children is like, what are we demonstrating to them to show them that it's possible? Mm-hmm. They, they see that we take chances. I mean, they, they know we, we do YouTube. We talk about having businesses, but we haven't had huge success or sustainable, sustainable success right. in that business. And that is concerning for me because it's not that I, that my children have that our children have to be entrepreneurs, but I don't want to not give them the tools to make that decision. Like looking at me, traditional path, traditional approach. My path hasn't necessarily been traditional, but in terms of just going to work for somebody else and hoping that that works out. Mm-hmm. You can be great. You can be the best. You can be fired. Right. Right. And if you don't have anything to fall back on, I'm not knocking traditional jobs because clearly that's, you know, that's your bread and butter. by the grace of God. That's how we sustain. God sustains us. He's afforded us the opportunity through having employment. Um, but it makes me want, like I used to, do you remember when I used to work my normal day and then around eight to nine o'clock, I just, wherever the house was. So our first house, it'd be up in the attic. Mm-hmm. Then we moved to the next house. It was downstairs in the den slash office. And I just be there for hours trying to be creative, mm-hmm. trying to create marketing plans, creating advertisements, um, just doing a bunch of stuff. Like, and that's when I felt like alive. Mm-hmm. And then I got comfortable working, working Mm -hmm. because the checks were consistent. Right. And the opportunities came and the checks grew and it afforded more opportunities and so on and so forth. And it got to a point where I wasn't thinking that way at all. And that that's not depressing, but it felt like it felt like to me I was giving up. And it was conflicting because people on the outside looking in are congratulating the success of the opportunities. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, am I bugging? Thinking no. like it's no, but I do because I don't want to come across ungrateful. No, it would I, from the out. I don't know if I'm even considered the outside, but looking at the situation, there were definitely times where it was like. 
okay, well, this isn't enough. Like nothing ever seemed to be enough. And so, um, I could see that, that, okay, nothing like you're trying to find something and you just weren't getting there. What's good fam. If you haven't heard about anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. It has creation tools to help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from your computer. Anchor will even help distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast, it's all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. But I don't know what that... I think for a while, the excitement was the climb, like being able to get to the opportunities, being able to be recognized, being able to solve problems and impact the organization. Like that was, that was, that was great. The challenge is that becomes a hamster wheel at some point. If you don't keep identifying something to like that drive again. Okay. It's like, if I, I want to be a manager. Boom. Got it. All right. I want to be a senior manager. Boom. Got it. Want to be the next level. I want to get an executive space. I want to do this. I want to do that. And all the way up that climb, I think what's been challenging for me is just, again, knowing that this track is in the hands of somebody else might sound conflicting because if you trust in God, you're not concerned about that. And I'm not concerned about it. I can't give my job to my children. Correct. I can't give to you. I can't. There are benefits from it that will survive me right. under certain circumstances. But after that, then what? If something happens, like my, my job is tied to the part that man controls is tied to opportunities with the government. Right. Government changes. I mean, look at the last, look at the current administration. Look at any administration. Things change, priorities change, the money flows in different places and it impacts companies like mine. Right. It can. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, you know, we, we've done well, but I just, I don't know. I get I get anxious about that opportunity going away and then what? What are we doing? The other piece of it is we have so much potential in this house with the two of us, let alone adding the kids, mm-hmm. and I don't want it to be wasted. You and me either. So do you feel like if this job first is this job your dream job? And if this job were your dream, right. No. So if this were your dream job, would you be having these same feelings? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I haven't had a, I haven't been in a job that I wanted before I got in it. I was a marketing major. Not that I didn't want the job, but it wasn't like, ah, this is what I want to be in life is this. And then I got into that job. Mm-hmm. I was a marketing major. I thought I was going to be 
branding businesses and helping business grow, taking small businesses to market like that. That was the kind of thing that used to keep me up, mm-hmm. but that didn't pan out. And I fell into the supply chain right? and I got proficient at it. Like I took it serious and opportunities came and I was able to prove myself and I was able to excel. But I In fell the into way it. that you yeah. wanted to. And I, yeah. and, I, and I found, I've continued to find things that I love about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was never intentional. Okay. So when you say, have, do I feel like I'm in my, no, I'm not in my dream job. So what that's is not your dream job? I don't know now. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I've been, this is the last 15, 16 years. This is what I know. This is what I've done. And I'm starting to dream again about what other opportunities could we create? Like I'm, I'm, I'm serial researching. I'm a serial researcher about investing stocks, long-term options. Um, I looked at, you know, futures, real estate. I, I wanted to flip houses at one point. Um, I don't know. Getting we both into, wanted to do that. I yeah, both. getting into content creation. I want the. I, I want to create a, a a freedom for us to pursue opportunities that we want, whether it's because they're we're passionate about them or because they're lucrative and they make sense. Mm-hmm. Like that's the ultimate situation for me. Is that we not. And it's never to do nothing. I don't think I'll ever, I would be happy doing nothing, just having an abundance and not doing anything. But the excitement of creating it for your own, getting it for your own, and being able to teach the kids that, I don't know, that's, that's, a, that's what's been bugging me. And it seems like all the content that I've been consuming, I want us to read The Big Leap. I know you've seen Kev on stage and Kev and Melissa talk about it on their podcast and all the other platforms, but the principles of it, like that's what gets me excited. Like, are we capping ourselves with what we can see? I don't believe that, that we're capping. I'm not capping myself. I don't think you feel like you're capping yourself. I don't know. I think I need to explore it. Explore it. And again, it's not it's not being ungrateful or even considering walking away from my job. But when that job walks away from you, I've seen it. Like my dad had to start his his career over at fifty five after he had spent 25 or 26 years with a company. Maybe it was 23, 23 or 24 years with a company. And he came in on a normal day and they said, um, your position is a, is a luxury we can no longer afford. You can leave today or you can leave in two weeks. Like I saw that as I was entering, as I was getting in the workforce and I worked for the same company. Right. So they got him and I'm there. So that's been my frame of reference since I've been on a career track is wow. Hmm. 23 years in a wake up. Yeah. Out of here. And it, 
and he he wasn't he wasn't in an executive space or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it was he was a valued employee until. Did he do the same thing you did? He drafted as well. He was in drafting, but he I mean by that time he wasn't necessarily on the boards like actually drafting anything. But mm-hmm. we were he got me into that company because uh, I I was prof- I was decent at AutoCAD, but. Hmm. So do you see anyone in your purview, like anyone in your circle of friends doing the things that you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not necessarily. There's some movers and shakers in the group. Some can move and shake because of what their career was. Like they were in the careers that earned a significant amount of money and allowed them to do things now. So again, not traditional in that sense, but yeah, I mean, I think that's the majority of our conversation now. I mean, there's, there's the BS talk about sports and other stuff, but the the conversations of substance are about what are the opportunities? What do you see? What do you know about? Is it working? How do I get engaged? Yeah. So, I mean, we, I mean, everybody, we're over 40. I'm, I'm one of the youngest in my circle. So everybody has families. We're at that point. That's one thing I'm grateful. Nobody in my circle, I mean, we had our period where we did our dumb stuff, but nobody's at the point now where they're putting stupidity over their family. Cause I, I just can't, I can't be, I can't be around men that don't take their family seriously. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been talking a lot, <laughs> which people say I don't talk a lot. But clearly, clearly he does. <laughs> what was the question I had? Another? Okay. So what do you think your family's idea of the American dream is or was, or if they even had one, you don't know. I feel like I'm interviewing you. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. What's my fan? I mean, that's a stay black and die. I mean, that, I mean, what, like, hmm. it, my family is, my sister and I are first generation out of the ghetto. Okay. So my, my parents grew up until adulthood, at least to high school. I think yeah, I think my mom was out of high, in high school. They were in a in a decent neighborhood, mm-hmm. but like their first generation, keep your mouth shut, keep your head down, yeah, keep hard. your head down, work hard. But I feel like that's that whole the whole boomer. Like my mom and my dad, although do they so although they support us, people can only understand your dream from their level of what they can see. You know yeah. what I mean? So well, they're only point. comfortable with working because they know that that's going to be consistent. That, that was, that was my point about how, how much do you trust somebody to lead you somewhere they haven't been? But I trust them. 
I went into the you military because my dad advised me to. I, I was an engineering <laughs> student because my dad thought it was a good idea, and I hated it. Yeah, but he wow. wasn't trying to lead me wrong. Yeah, that no, was, that was their version of guidance. Yeah, like correct. I want you. I want better for you. My dad had a two year degree, which was a big deal mm-hmm. in his generation or at at that time. Um, I think my mom had an associates too, mm-hmm. but they were like, "Yo, my sister and I got four year degrees," and mm-hmm. in high school. I happened to be, I got good grades in chemistry and math towards the end of high school. So he's like, oh, you should be a chemical engineer. So oh, not what you wanted. Sure. Yeah. Sure, that that sounds good. <laughs> um, but again, like that was the logic. Hmm. That was the logic based on his mental filter, what it, what he, where he had been through, what he had been through in life. Hmm. So when you say what is the American dream is, like they're, they're still like civil rights, like Malcolm Martin, mm-hmm. like hope, hoping to not be treated the way that we're still treated today. Yeah. Uh, and that's not funny. It's, funny stretch. No, it's funny, angry, not funny. Funny, um, funny. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know that we ever had a conversation about the American dream. That was about, for them it was about surviving. Like you said. Yeah. So it's, I think what's missing in our community is because of that, where do you go to have those conversations? Because you, like in some families, you could dream too much. Child, yeah, there's a ceiling on your dream. I I can remember, not anyone in my family in particular, um, but just what people's idea of me, of what I should be doing. This is the path you should be taking. You should get this degree. You should dress like this. This is who you're supposed to be. And that kind of rhetoric is damaging. It it was debilitating for me. Like I could never, I never felt like what I was doing was the right thing or was ever good enough, you know? So moving forward into, okay, this is what I really want to do. There's a little hesitation. Like, okay, because what? Because you didn't want to present it, or because you presented it and it got it was a mixture of both. Like, hmm. is this going to be the right thing? Like, is I know that people are going to support who they want to support, um, but their support, like I was saying earlier, like their support is geared from their perspective. Like, how much some a lot of people just sit back and watch and wait to see if you're gonna fail. Like I'm, I'm gonna wait until she blow up and then. Because it makes it, it makes them comfortable. Or I'm not going. I'll just sit and watch. Yeah, it, some people are comfortable because they understand failure. They understand failing and not trying again, or they mm-hmm. understand not trying for fear of failure. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, even with me being relatively successful in my career, when it was time for us to go to Dubai. I had to limit my conversations with my parents, with my mom specifically, because it was no. Like, it was, you don't want to do that. Like, mm, well. I kind of do. No, I mean, but entertain, entertain me. Like, why? You don't, you don't know what's over there. At, you don't know what's over there. I mean, right. I actually do. I, I You know, I, in my situation, I had been, I had traveled through there and I, I was already managing some of the work. I hadn't lived there, but it was the limitation on my mother had never flown out of the country. Oh, until she came to Dubai. Until they came to Dubai. And they had a good time, I think. But that's the point. 
right? When they got over there, they were already trying to plan another trip. Right. It never happened. But from pe- two people that my my dad's only international flight, I believe, Vietnam. was to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And we drove to Canada when we were younger. Yeah. Um, for reference, we're from the East Coast. Yeah. Both of us are from the East Coast. So we, my family, our every five-year vacation when we could take one, one time we drove from Virginia to Canada. But they they don't they couldn't understand it. My dad got it because he he understood what it is to leave, to go somewhere else to create for your family. Right. And I had already been that's another part. I'd already been to Iraq for a year. When I went for Iraq for a year, I left my family. Keep keep so <laughs> my wife and kids. I went over as a contractor, which kind of helped propel me in the the industry that I'm in. But that was a radical thing. My dad understood that because he had been in Vietnam. Right. He was like, I, I know what it is to go to war, to take mm-hmm. care of your family, to go to a war area to take care of your family. But the Dubai thing, you got, y'all came. And it was, I think she felt like I was taking the family away from her or being within reach. Mm-hmm. But we hadn't lived... We haven't lived around our family for 10 years. Plus. No, 10. We, y'all moved up in 2010. Mm. 2010. Yeah. So it's been a decade that we kind of just been, we haven't been, initially we weren't that far. We were within driving distance. But right. I don't know. So how does it, thinking about it, now, having a conversation now, how do you, does it generate any thoughts now in like how you how you feel about where we are in life and what opportunities we're taking and not taking? I have been angry with myself for mm-hmm. allowing others to influence my choices. Um and that anger or that it creates a block like you know that my my brain goes like constantly like I'm constantly thinking of things like my brain is always on and I just can't there's like this block of I I don't even know what like I have notebooks and notebooks full of ideas I have things already planned out of what I want to do and you know, financing is a portion of it. We have a super large family, like, you know, we got to live too. Um, but another part of it is some fear of rejection and remembering, like, that ain't, that's not what you want to do, like, feeling the judgment. So which is, which is the greater, which one impacts you greater? As far as? The... The excuses that you just, I mean, the reasons. No, you can say excuses. That was intentional. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, Because I know which one you said first, mm -hmm. but I got to throw the BS flag on that one. Okay. And why would we throw the... I mean, but go go ahead and answer. I want to hear the BS flag, though. Because there were specific opportunities, at least for your book. Okay. Like what? What? Ha- seriously, what? What has financing 
what have you wanted to do where at some point finances wouldn't allow it? I'm not saying that we've been, it's been flowing all the time. And it, in my opinion, at the times that it's been available, hasn't aligned with your desire or your, um, what's the word? You having the energy, you being excited about your motivation. Mm -hmm. Even if, how do I say this? I'm not only thinking about like, okay, now I can do this. I'm thinking about, okay, now what about the kids or what, what else can we do? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not necessarily my first thought. All right. What can I do? Okay. Do you still call BS on that? And not twice. <laughs> I mean, but if you feel it. I'm not picking up the flag, but. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what it I'm is. I'm just saying, like, so so what else is it? Like, I know that I've set on stuff. Mm-hmm. I know, for, like, I've set on a couple of good ones where I actually spent the money to see the idea, touch it and feel it, and then did nothing with it. Sometimes it, like, it seems at times like you don't want to even get to that point. I do. And here's the thing. I feel like a lot of times you don't feel like I have vision or drive. Like I just don't want to do anything. And that throws up another roadblock. So why should I? It might not make sense to you, but. So if the appearances that I don't feel like you have drive. Even though you, I'm doing, or I, even you may not, you may not see what I am doing. It does not mean things are not being done. Okay. Like I have researched illustrators. I have reached out to people who weren't taking commissions at the time that I wanted to be my illustrator. I just never wanted to settle on what I was seeing. So, but I don't think we, so I, I respect that. I don't think we had that conversation though. Right. I think it was, I saw you had a product. When I'm asking you about like, how do we, what do you want to do to launch or develop it? Like, eh. that's what, that's what I interpreted. Like, eh. And then I would at some point, Start like, well, what about this? What about this? Then I feel like I'm overdoing it because mm-hmm. it's not my thing, right? Then it's like, okay, well, if I ask about it, I'm encroaching or I'm, it's becoming a burden because I'm pushing or being pushy about it. And if I don't, do I come across as uninterested or un- not engaged? Mm-hmm. No, I think we're both approaching it from our own like you already have how you feel about this if you are in your mind you already think well a certain way about the situation in my mind I already feel a certain way about the situation so we're coming from our separate spaces like we always have uh, problems communicating like we'll be having two different conversations at the same time it's kind of that thing watch for the sound bites we always have problems <laughs> communicating most listen we have we, we have instances that are laughable where we're going down the path doing two separate things, thinking that we're doing the same thing, that we're working toward the same thing. But it happens often. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so if you listen to, I don't know, you, I don't know how you found this, but we have a, a YouTube channel, right. right? And we just hit 1K, by the way. Hey, 1K. Ooh, ooh. 
I typically will edit and upload the videos. Mm -hmm. The other night I edited one and uploaded it. And Keisha looks at it and she's like, for those listening, I'm making a face. She's like, huh? <laughs> um, but you going to do a thumbnail? But I it's didn't like, say it like that. I was like, other, my exact words. The other fun fact is we don't know what our faces are doing <laughs> when we talk to each other. Listen, but, my exact words were, are we going to use that thumbnail? Because I thought previously we did like custom thumbnails. And you were like, yeah. <laughs> and what kind of thing? Oh, right. No, but that's what your face was saying. You didn't say and what, but that's what your face right. was saying. So that, so... <laughs> Interpret, pick an interpretation, right? Right. After that point, I, I said, trying to be negative. Though. I said, uh, okay, well, you can upload. I said, you can upload another thumbnail. She says, okay. That was the end of that. I was caught like, hmm, that's not cool. what I heard. <laughs> thumbnail, got it. And then after she watches it, she says, good job. When do you want to post it? When do you want it posted? When or when do you want to post it? Mm -hmm. I said tomorrow morning. I'm thinking she's going to set it because it was at private. If you know anything about YouTube, if it's not, it's either unlisted, private, or scheduled or published, right? So I was like, it's in private so you can look at it. I didn't schedule it because I wanted to get your approval before that. Right. I'm thinking, if, well, if you're going to go in there and change the thumbnail, schedule it for 9 a.m. You asked me twice what time do we want to do it. Only because I've been so off hands off of the whole uploading type schedule that's the only reason why i didn't i didn't touch it you know what i mean like i didn't want to i know you were trying different things creatively i didn't know the video was <laughs> it done, was like I mean, double dutch like i don't know do i don't touch so the next morning we have a conversation about so like seven thirty. what time did you schedule it for he says yeah it's like what huh <laughs> What it's you like, mean? Thought you asked me. Got it. Got it. Coming thumbnail, from our own thumbnail hadn't been done either, so I, that was in my head too. Um, got yeah. it. Yeah. That part. I don't even know what. what we're <laughs> I don't about. know. We just went off on a extra. What were we talking about? Yeah, our... yeah. about how we, we interpreted each yes. other's energy around. Yes. Your mm -hmm. ideas. Yes. And go. <laughs> So I would, I don't know, it kind of, like if you're excited about doing something and then you're not receiving or that energy isn't reciprocated or it's reciprocated in a way that is in opposition to how you're feeling, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to. So here's why I take responsibility. Move forward. On that. For me. Being engaged is investing in something, whether it's time or money, resources, what have you. I try not to get too high or too low on things you're excited about. I don't want to, I try to be conscious of, of not being low so you don't feel defeated. And That's the feeling, good word. Got it. Thank you. And I don't want to get so high that now I'm overly anxious about it and I'm pushing. Mm. Like, oh, that's a great idea. So did you, because that's what I do. You mm -hmm. like, here's what I have. Boom. Did, did, did you, did you, did you, we got to do this, we got to do this. And then every day I'm like, hey, so did you, 
Did you call someone? Did you look at the thing? Did you register the thing? Did you? And then after so many times of you hadn't gotten to it yet, I'm like, oh, well, cool. Right. And that's not me. That's me trying to step back from being too aggressive about your thing. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like if you mention an idea and it's something that we can do. You want to do it. Just I try it. to facilitate by getting you the tools you need. Mm -hmm. I want to sew. Boom. Here's the thing. Yes. I want to do that. Boom. Here's the thing. Right. I want to do that. Oh, did, did you, which one did you pick? Boom. To me, that's communicating support. Because it's not that we have money to throw away, but I will not do some stuff that I want to do because I think this is a good idea for you. Okay. I received that. And then it's like, Waiting, and part of that here's a part of that is like when I was making the shirts for my friend. Like if it's not right, I don't. If it's not right, then I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like it's got to be perfect, and yeah. I have to get over that. But the do you feel like if it's not it. right, you're you're continuously putting in the effort to perfect it, or is? Or you, do you feel like you get defeated for a time? Mm -hmm. And, and then like, I pick it back up. But I pick it back up mm -hmm. and then try. Like, I have samples now of things that I want to get out. I know it's just a whole lot. Like, there's a whole bunch of things that I want to do. I think the one, the only thing that really, the one that we, I was we are still be annoyed. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. We are going to get these they're children. Written. I know, they're already done. They just, for nine it's this years? illustrator. Listen, this illustrator thing. I reached out to people. I found two bomb illustrators on um, Instagram. Neither one of them were accepting. Um, I can't even think of the word right now. Commissions at the time. One of them was way over. Um, and then the ones on Fiverr are just okay. I haven't found. I mean, have you found with me explaining to you what I'm looking for? We have different conversations. Oh, my God. <laughs> So you found someone who you think is He's, good? When you tell me, I start sending you examples. Yes. No. No. Eh, no. No. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm all cycled through. I've gotten a, a few things done on Fiverr. Yeah. The thing about Fiverr is most of the times it's not expensive. So to me, it's worth just trying getting it. close to it. Mm. It's worth getting close. Like, okay. ideas, like, you miss the timing of it. And yeah. that's... That's another thing that I try to be mindful of is that I miss the timing on a few things. I'm like, man. Uh, so are you saying I miss the timing of this now? No, I don't know. I just, I'm just telling you my reference. And there are other things that I want to do, not just the books. Like I want a black doll to go with them. I wanted a cartoon little short to go with i mean there's so many things that i want to i don't know i'm getting my own way i just i think you can get to all of it i just don't know that a package from the start makes sense i yeah. think those things one feeds into the other yeah like man you could do the book hmm you could do this other thing hmm then it could turn to merch. Then it could right. do everything else. But 
on the flip side, it's the same thing with with our you know with our podcast. Yeah. It, what if we were more consistent? Our podcast. Well, I, yeah, that too. Or the vlog. Like, what if we were more consistent? Yeah. It took us five years to get to a thousand. Or did we take five years to get to a thousand? I feel like we was blackballed. No, I'm joking. No. Somebody was blocking. You two don't love nobody. <laughs> they don't love nobody. I don't know. I'm just, I'm I'm at a point now where I'm sick of having potential. I agree. And I and agree. doing nothing and it and it just be potential. That's yeah. I can't that can't be the story. Not for this family. Yeah. Hmm. So will you feel like can you list what your roadblocks are in pursuing our dreams at this point? Um, or can you even identify them? I don't I, today I don't think we have any. Hmm. Like preventing. There are obstacles. Yes. But where I'm looking at it and saying, nah, I'm just I'm cool on that because these other things might happen. Mm-hmm. No, I'm past that. So I just, it's just gonna be some failures. Okay. Or What's going to be some wins? So as far as priority list, let's put it that way, because we did just buy a house. Like there are things, other things that we need to do. You know what I mean? So do we put our life ahead of our dreams or do we like, how do we tackle that? Huh? I don't get it. You don't get it. Like, Mm -hmm. let's say we need X amount of dollars to do whatever it is to invest in this thing we also need furniture for the you know what i mean like if it were a choice between is that because i feel like that's kind of i'm there i'm there if it's but i don't i don't see where we have to make that decision yet there i mean if we for if we were to forego some things that we wanted Mm mm-hmm I'm fine with that, but I'm not going to say we don't need a dining room table. Right. Because we're trying to, I don't, I haven't seen where there's a thing where we have to make that decision. Okay. Because we're not, and be clear, this is, we're, we're not talking about dropping. No, no, no. Tens of thousands of dollars, anything. These are, okay, get a business license. Okay. Get this piece of equipment. Right. Or get some supplies. Right. Get right. Cause I know there's tons of equipment things that you We've want. We've been doing that. Okay. What I figured out in terms of content creation is I just got to get good on what I have. I was trying to be something by getting equipment, mm. not learning the equipment. Right. So every new camera that you get, you got to learn it. If you never learned the one you had before, you don't have the mechanics of filming or right. Do you have the reps and edit? That's like editing. Like at some point, editing got to be shared. <laughs> I mean, I. I agree. I just, the, I know that I suck. Y'all can, y'all, I know. And when you started editing, it took on a different life. And so I felt like, okay, well, I can't do that now. So we could just get better. We could just get better. That's how I see things is. I'm not an expert in it. Clearly, I'm not an expert in it. But I will sit there for four hours if I got to look at 30 YouTube videos to figure it out. And I think you do that where you want to do that. Right. You want to learn more about 
editing and that also, process though. I also want our videos to go up. <laughs> so yeah. So we got some figuring out to do, but I just don't think that we're in the this or that Space. for what we're tra- for what we have for what we can reasonably accomplish. Okay. It might be a, a couple less Chipotle nights. Okay. Fun fact. <laughs> there is no budget meal for seven people at any restaurant. Yeah, no. It's going to be 80 to 100. Find a lie. Period. Find a lie and then I'll admit that you're right <laughs> and then you send me a gift card. Actually, to that place. those buffet places where kids eat free on Tuesday, we got two kids that can eat free. It'd be but max the rest two. <laughs> but we and got then the, the rest two. Of adults. Right, but we got the two. So that's, Five adults. That's still a discount. How many of you, <laughs> when you want to go on a date, say, hey, let's bring three of our friends with us on us? <laughs> Nobody does that. People may do that. We are not people. <laughs> people are not us. Yeah, people are not Listen. us. Uh, yeah, we got grown kids. And we do. They eat like grown Oof. kids. Oh, have mercy. That's why they need to be generating some income. I need to go ahead and get eating stuff. Have some streams. Get going. I agree. I'm excited for it to get started. Is that? Keisha that, has been talking to me. I have. I can't. T- I, Cause you're the person I'm talking to. <laughs> it's I think hard we for need me. To sit across from each other. Okay, maybe that will work. Cause I don't. I can't talk to someone and not look at them. It's rude. Bring the thing over. It's rude to be talking to somebody and not look at them. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not rude. No, but finish what you would. I forgot now. You excited? You're excited. Oh yeah, I'm. It's exciting for the things to get started. It's just getting started. (laughs) You know. So what do you what do you think the top two or three top two or three things that you need, or what will help you get past those mental roadblocks and we had you actually you actually we actually kind of pivoted off of that because we said money then you said something else and we talked about money we didn't talk about the other thing in terms of which was which was weighted more oh yeah which obstacle was weighted more oh yeah yeah. like how do you how do you get over how do you get past you and i'm same question for me like i'm that's what i've been trying to do okay for me it was really just saying bump I'm, i'm we doing it i'm doing it I I'm love that. It. Just like me, the whole vlogging every day experiment that I'm doing, that's more about discipline. I don't know what that'll be, but I'm going to do it because I put it out there and I'm going to commit to it and it's going to give me reps. Right. So even if that turns into nothing, I'll have a you cadence practice, yeah. yep, where I can edit faster, I can shoot, I can be more comfortable in front of the camera when I need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an idea for a podcast that I want to do awesome sauce Mm -hmm. I feel like um sending my bestie her package and doing um the package for my other friend this past weekend but like that made me excited to Mm -hmm. just do like it I felt really good like I wanted to continue to do more so just doing that any pictures of either though um no because it has their names and stuff on them in there it's their kids um but I did take pictures once after listen the birthday party is this weekend, so I'll be able to post those pictures after this weekend. I can't post a picture before the baby's birthday. And then <laughs> Kia's stuff. Oh, my friends. Dang it. <laughs> I mean, who? 
funky and stuff. I do have some photos of that, and I plan on carrying that in my shop when that launches. So I have photos of okay. that stuff, too. But it made me excited, like, packaging up the stuff, making it look nice, giving it, like, a gift. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 40-plus. I'm okay. My career, if it were to come to an end, what what has been achieved it's done like that's already done so if if I go no higher than where I am right now that story is written and Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't get that opportunity so again I'm nothing special about me I'm just grateful and I'm hyper aware right now that's what I think I am hyper aware about of enjoy it also be aware that this is not promised to you. And because it's not, what are you doing? What are you creating? What are you investing? Um, that's, that's, that's what I'm on right now. So that's the new me. Hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. 2020. Hmm. I don't like that. I gotta find something else. (laughs) Please don't. No 2020 anything. This is who I am, fam. Oh, Okay. You putting on a shirt? No, nah, I was just saying that. Oh. Bars. Just saying that. So, uh, what's the take? Takeaway is we gotta figure out how to get a, get get out of our way. And for those that are listening, I'd love to hear your comments. Hear your com- well, could hear yeah. your comments because you can you leave can, a message. You can leave a message on Anchor if you listen to the Anchor app. If you're listening on. Apple, I'd appreciate, we'd appreciate if you would rate us a five. It only accepts fives. If it accepts anything other than a five, delete it. (laughs) Because fives are what we need. Helps us get recognized. So. Yeah, we yeah, love to hear you hear hear <laughs> We would love to hear your thoughts. Have you struggled with this? Have you thought about this? Right. Are you going through this now? I feel like at the end of your life, not that we're at the end of our life, but you know, in our mature age, this is when we start thinking about this type of No, I think about that now. I'm not We're in death, the right, we're think in the middle. About, oh, wait. What yes. Wait a minute. No, I don't. I'm not saying that. But we are. I'm not saying that. <laughs> saying that. I'm saying, I, I think about in terms of when it ends, what's the story? Right. And not necessarily accomplishments, but impact. Listen, I was discussing with Thomas last story um, the other day. My brother, I think the YouTube family, y'all have met him before, um, about with times being as they are, if there were a new earth, you know what I mean? They would take the top 10% of the smartest people in every job. And those are the people that would start the new earth. Right. I wouldn't be on nobody. We were just saying like, we have not done anything as of yet to impact our space beyond our own space. You know what I mean? And that leaving a legacy or an impact worldwide or 
touching people other than ourselves has always been important to us. We haven't gotten there yet, which, you know, I'm not going to be the number one botanist. I'm not going to be the number one engineer, but what am I going to be? What am I going to leave? What can I offer? Yeah. That's what I've been struggling with too. So last fun fact, I too had a conversation with Thomas. Really? The same conversation? Because he is also my brother. <laughs> and he is going to be a guest on my podcast because the idea that I shared with him resonated. And I think it has a space, and I will tell you off air. Okay, <laughs> I accept that. So, how do you feel about my uh, my uh, what do you call it? Your what? My theory. Top ten percent. Yeah. B- big business is going away from people. I get it. So, <sighs> that's the other thing. <sighs> you won't play. That's fine. The view as you climb gets different. Conversations get different. And when you understand how business works, it gives you a different perspective of what's the right way to say it. It it gives you a different perspective of how to move within corporate America. Okay. That wasn't, I was just saying, like, what would I? I don't know. That's why <laughs> we're kind of making the same point because, like, it's Jeez. whether there's a new Earth or not. We ain't getting on the plane. Business at this stage. is moving away from people, selling to people, serving people, providing people a product, but people not generating them. Automation, artificial intelligence, bots. Okay. That's why there's no call centers where they are, but yeah, there are. They're just not in America. People. That too, <laughs> but it, a lot of the things that you used to talk to a person about, you don't talk to a person anymore. Hey, I worked on. Robots you can't even like I went to the bank a month ago to get a check, and the bank wasn't there. The building was there, but the people weren't there. Only the ATMs were working. They're like, ah, we're cool on this location, right. and that's Bank of America. Wells Fargo closing down drive-throughs and the like. That's what those types of things are. What keep me up at night around, or keep me anxious around? What are we creating? What are we creating? What space are we operating in? If if whatever happens, we can still survive. So we both are thinking about the same thing. Is what you're saying? But you ain't talking to me about it. <laughs> you ain't say, you ain't saying that to sleep, me. Though. You be sleep. One thing I'm not gonna do is, is stay up and worry all night. <sighs> not well, both can of you us. make me I, listen? If I could just go to sleep. You sleep. I do, but I also you can either be sleep worried. early. Mm-hmm. Like you'll come in here to get your something. Yes, and be sit down and be mm-hmm. all she wrote. Or you'll I'll stay up, up the entire sleep. night. Yep. I can't live that life. <laughs> Too old for that. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah. you're not in the mid you're not in the midlife. You got a woo child? I can't think of one. Do you have a woo child? I mean I these kids. What was it? I need to go back and see what the last one was. I think it was about Donovan Washington dishes. Mm. Or that, that year. Ooh, that is still a thing. That 
that boy in the middle. Oh, when he cut off, <laughs> when he cut off the the, the AirPods, yeah, he cut the, he cut the, the cord, cut the cord off the AirPods, and just walked around with the dead pod in his ear at school the or AirPods. on the bus. Mm-hmm. But he has Raycons now. So. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> the woo child. It could be a woo me or a woo probably. You. I think it would be. Eden's Eden's subtle snitch tactics. The way she be texting us and stuff. Listen. She texts now, <laughs> but Honor <laughs> the dating thing. Honor had a friend over. <laughs> the friend is at the house here, so clearly we know he's well, here. We know right that the friend is at the house. Eden comes downstairs. <laughs> scrolling on her iPod like is Honor old enough to date <laughs> I don't think she is and they're sitting close on the couch so <laughs> never looked at any never no. looked just came around enough to make sure we were in earshot says that and, and bounces <laughs> This is the seven-year-old. This is the youngest daughter. Oh, Jesus. Today they are 17, 14, 13, oh, 7, and 5. Woo-chow. Uh, and as we were starting this podcast, she sent a text. Stuff oh, Eli. Yeah. Jumping on the bed. A video, though. Yeah. Like, here's the proof. Didn't say nothing. Just sent the video of Eli jumping on the bed in yeah. the group text. <laughs> Come get your son. Yeah. <laughs> Who's kids are these? Comedy. I'm telling you, there's really good content in this house. If we were pressed enough to actually keep, you know, record regularly, you can't write this stuff. Anyhow, table seven. What else? What else you got to say as we close out? I think we're at an hour now. Oh, boy. Oh, that's a good conversation. I am going to say. That it's never too late to get started talking to myself. Mm. Go ahead and do that. I think uh, so. I don't think your problems getting started. I think your problems is, is follow through. Keep going in. Yeah. Is it keep too late? To keep going in. Going in. <laughs> keep going in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm off that. And this is the wave I'm on right now. We're going to try it. We're going yeah. to do it. It's going to work or it's not going to work. Or and we're going to pivot. I like that. That's what it is. Can what I it is. You? Can I do it? I said we. Oh, I know you going to do that. Why? Do <clears throat> I don't think it's appropriate. All right. Thank you guys again for checking out the podcast. If you listened to us before, welcome back. We're back from hiatus. <laughs> hiatus. Hiatus. Yes. yes. Child, we living. Yeah. And we're going to do this thing. So leave a comment if you're on the YouTube. Rate us if you're on Apple. Spotify. I don't know. I think Spotify has a rating as well. We're on all, all major platforms. We out here, cuz. <laughs> out here. We out out here. here. All the platforms. We, we got distribution. We got full distribution. Yo, I'm so excited about this 1K. I feel like that was the uh, confirmation or incentive that we needed. Like, okay. I'm excited about the next podcast when you stay in front of the microphone 
Listen, I'm, I'm speaking trying. It, I'm speaking life. I'm speaking life. Y'all, I just can't get right in life. Okay, I'm speaking life. Neither one of us can. And we still don't know how to end a podcast, but this is going to be <laughs> That is happening. Singing is happening. God bless. Be blessed, fam.